happy new week. Hope you're doing uh, well and uh, looks like the weather's finally turning back to becoming a bit warmer here after that Arctic blast that we had the last three or four days. So, um, brand new week and new intentions, new goals, all that sort of stuff um, happening over at this end. So this week I thought um, we would talk a little bit about the working hours of an entrepreneur or a person, you know, obviously who um, starts out in business um, and what does that look like? Why does it look that way? What to expect and how does it alter and change over time? Um, so this is coming from me um, having been in business now coming close to 10 and a half years and having um, seen a um, few different stages of um, what's required and how much effort and time and what does life really look like at these various different stages. Good morning, Leslie. Great to see you on Monday Morning Live. So working hours of an entrepreneur. So there is obviously different stages in business that we go through. There's that startup stage or the infancy stage, uh, the adolescence stage, um, and then of course, um, you know, adulthood or mastery um, stage that we go through. And of course, that initial stage can be super, super exciting. And we can also call that that honeymoon stage. So either you can call it the honeymoon stage, the startup stage, or infancy. Um, you know, I think they have um, each of those have different um, meanings because. Honeymoon is you're super excited and, and it's brand new and it's like you get, you put so much energy um, into it and action and all that sort of stuff. Infancy could mean you don't, basically don't know what you don't know. You, you're quite incompetent at it. Um, and of course, at a startup, you know, the fact that, you know, it's just the beginning. So you could, you could take different meanings out of each of those um, and what it looks like. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a description as I look back in hindsight um, through my journey and why things, um, things took as long as they did at certain times. Good morning, Landy. Nice to see you as well. And so, um, uh, and so go through those three different stages and I kind of have bracketed them in zero to three years, uh, three to seven years, and then seven years plus. Okay. So, uh, of course there'd be more years and all that sort of stuff, but I think the most major things that would happen in our life cycle, say of a business, um, you know, especially in those first 10 years. I mean, we all know the statistics, how many businesses fail in the first 12 months and then after three years, after seven and all that sort of stuff. And if you make it kind of to the 10 year mark, most likely you will, um, you know, tend to stay on unless you choose to move on and sell your business or, or do something different. Good morning, Shelly. Great to have you as well. All right. So let's talk about the first stage and what to expect and why it looks the way it does. So the first stage we said it was the honeymoon stage, the, uh, the startup or the infancy stage of a business, and it's zero to three years. Okay. Now that might sound really a, a long time, but a lot of stuff happens in this stage. And just like we know, the rocket takes a lot of energy to get off the ground to go into space. So does a brand new business. And the working hours of this of an entrepreneur in zero to three years in their business is kind of really hectic and manic. Um, and I'll explain why. Okay, so I've written some notes here. Um, first of all, you're alone uh, generally uh, in this uh, when you start out. You know, you're just there with your idea, and you are in this launch mode, like um, like the rocket is. And so um, 
what normally happens when people start uh, in, in a business, they generally have been working in a day job or, um, you know, maybe have never run a business before. Therefore, they actually don't have much of a network. So a lot of our time um, gets sucked up by going to networking events, connecting with people, building relationships, which is very, very time consuming, right? But you have to do it because um, you need to meet people, you need to learn from others, um, you know, and you need to make the right connections of people that are going to help you or perhaps how you're going to connect and uh, find business for your business, yeah, um, uh, generate new, uh, new opportunities. So um, networking is a big part of what brand new startups should be doing and um, to build the awareness around who they are, what they do, and, um, and of course, to seek out people that can help them as well on this journey. All right, the second thing that happens zero to three years, not in every, um, look, this is not um, obviously relevant to every single person that starts out in business. You know, some people may have run a business before, so they might go through this infancy stage a lot faster. But I'm kind of taking it from the perspective, like I'm just going back on my journey. And I came from an employee, employee had never run a business before, first time business owner. Let's let's kind of frame it under that or um, uh, want to be entrepreneur, right? So no network. So you've got to spend a lot of time networking. Number two, no techie skills, right? Obviously, if you've worked for someone else, they may have had their technology and IT sorted and you knew their systems, but all of a sudden on your own, um, you know, you need to figure out how to do and what what, what are some of these uh, tools that are available to you that you can use and how do you use them? So that's time consuming, right? That's where a lot of massive time spent on learning technology and new techie tools, yeah? Apps and this and that, you know, so you can run more efficient, more effective and, um, you know, be set up and build your own systems within your own, uh, within this new business, right? So a lot of time goes into networking, a lot of time goes into uh, learning technology. Now, the other thing is poor mindset, okay? So you need to work on our, uh, on ourselves and our own limiting beliefs. So if, especially if you're a first-time business owner, what happens is that you, um, um, you may have come from an employee um, mindset and now you need to move into an entrepreneur mindset, which is a really big shift and change of how you need to think about yourself, your worth, your value, um, and a lot of limiting beliefs can um, can uh, reside there from your subconscious mind holding you back from, um, you know, going after your goals and all that kind of stuff. So working on your mindset and having a coach and, and uh, figuring out stuff about getting to know yourself because business is one of the biggest personal development journeys that you will ever go on. So that takes a bit of... Um, soul searching if you like and um you know discovering you know who you are and what you're really capable of so working on your mindset and overcoming those limiting beliefs us is still going to require some time effort self-reflection and all that kind of stuff okay um the other thing that you're doing a, a lot of in these zero to three years is learning actually how to run a business you know what what are all the different components of a business? You know, from admin to bookkeeping to customer service to systems to, um, you know, different programs, as I said, you know, you, you're actually learning, you know, what is the secret of um, business? Hey, Mo and Joanne, uh, Janine, sorry, um, 
Uh, great to see you guys. So you, you're learning all of that, you know, how to actually run a business, you know, what what is actually all of the different things that fit this puzzle. So you're getting yourself educated. It's not about just what you're selling, but what is it that you are, um, you know, how does, how, how does it, how, does, how do you run a business? The next one is you're testing and measuring a lot of the time. You're testing this offer, uh, this uh, this ad, adverti- you know, uh, potential ad. Um, you know, you put out, um, you know, you package this in this way. You put out a different program, especially if you're in the space of um, uh, intellectual property and the people that I talk to often are experts in their own field. Um, and they have a lot of intellectual property behind which they release programs and things like that. So you've got to test and measure which um, which programs and what offers work really best for you. So it takes a lot of time to test and measure and go through all of those th- different things to figure out what is your signature thing. You're going through a lot of no's because you're not really um, a, um, you know, an amazing salesperson you know no no one was born an amazing salesperson right some people can have that sort of personality and flair about them but still you know you've got to go through to figure out um you know how to run your own sales conversations so therefore how do you do that well you've got to hit a lot of no's before you get to the yeses so you are definitely exerting a lot more energy in seeking out business and getting to your um your yeses over the no's yeah um also where we spend a lot of time um in these zero to three years is saying yes to every opportunity Uh, and why do we do this is because we actually um don't have the awareness or the uh, wisdom to know what is a good opportunity and what is a waste of time okay so we uh and and actually you know i would advise everyone do, do exactly that say yes to everything then you'll figure out in the future what you say yes and no to and um and then be a little bit more selective but in the beginning you say yes to everything because it gives you the experience and the wisdom down the track of what to avoid right um and the other thing that can uh may happen in those zero to three years as well you may still be working in your day job yeah you may still be working in your day job i certainly did for the first 13 months out of those first three years and I was juggling going to seminars and reading books and learning technology and going out networking. And so everything that I've just listed for you guys um, that may be happening uh, in the zero to three years, it's those are very time consuming uh, parts of what you need to be doing, but they're necessary. They're the foundations you've got to build of what's to come past the three years, um, you know, which is we're moving into the adolescence period of business, yeah? So what do the working hours look like in summary um, of someone who's zero to three um, years in the business? Well, it's on all the time, on, 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 um, out and about. You get up, you learn every spare moment you're spending learning. Someone um, inquires uh, within your business, interested. If it's Christmas Day, you take the freaking call on Christmas Day. If it's the weekend, if it's late at night, you just do it. You say yes to everything and there's just no switch off button. Yeah. Now you might choose, well, no, no, no. I won't do that. You know, I want balance and all that kind of stuff. That's okay. You can have balance, but just then you might estimate that those zero to three years might extend to five or six years if you span it out over a longer period of time. Okay. So it's completely up to you what you say yes or no to, but from my own experience, 
the price that I paid and one of my favorite quotes that I always always bring back up is that I read and I find it so true is that entrepreneurs will live a few years of their life like most people won't so they can live the rest of their lives like most people can't and those first few years are those zero to three years you know to live like most people won't <laughs> you know to give up on your luxuries to give up on your social life to have that sole focus I mean all I um, ate slept and uh, talked about was business and I did not know anything else I actually did not watch TV at all not Netflix not shows not not a moment of like entertainment um, for those first three years I thought it was uh, for that moment in my life I had this belief that it was the biggest waste of time and instead I could be reading or learning or educating myself and filling my head with um, you know value that would then payback for itself um, in time yeah so um, it's always on it uh, it uh, you start to wonder if if life is always gonna be like this you know it can feel really really overwhelming and as if you're stuck in this place where it's just like you, you can't stop but you know you really might need to make it work okay so um, and that's exactly what I did I just said yes to everything to every opportunity went to every event um, talk to every person that would want to talk to me um, and connected with people on social media and I was on all the time and it was crazy yeah and tested and measured a lot of lot of different things okay so where it starts to get a little bit easier let's move on to the next stage and that is the adolescent stage and that is the three to seven years in business and this is where you might get some help okay you're not completely alone you might decide to hire a virtual assistant or someone that is going to support you in the business so you can focus on the most important things that you got to do so um, you've set up some systems you know um, some of the things that are working for you and therefore you can outsource and delegate some of the stuff to someone else so you get a little bit of a breather now um, definitely a great time to do uh, at this stage is to outsource your admin I mean, you could do that earlier you know I'm just kind of giving you guys a, a very broad um, overview of what things look like you know I probably could have hired a VA like after two years but I didn't uh, probably after, uh, I think it was four four and a half years in for me uh, when I hired but I, I had Stuart who quit his day job at two and a half years in so I had like Stuart come in at say the three-year mark um, you know who I wasn't alone any longer um, so you can outsource your admin so you can focus on the most important things because you're the face of your business uh, you're the one that's going to generate the sales because people buy people yeah so they're going to want to talk to you so you need to be free for that okay so you're still out um, um, out and about you should still be continuing to network and however this time the networking should be more tweaked with the intention to look for opportunities to speak at events okay so to add value to groups of people so rather than just networking to be there just as the participant where you're just you know kind of maybe doing a, a 30 a 60 second pitch or whatever it is now it's like looking for opportunities building relationships to get go uh, to places and actually deliver a 20 minute a 30 minute talk to groups and because by this stage you should have built all your relationships over the three years and you should actually start to get being asked by people who you have a high rapport with to be the next presenter at the next event so looking for those kind of things which continues to build greater awareness faster because you're no longer like being able to connect with one or two people at events you know because you're just sitting at the table or next to each other all of a sudden by being the keynote speaker 
you can connect and 30 people to 50 people will find out about who you are and what you do so your awareness spreads yeah so stop doing what didn't work um or not as much uh so what you stop doing at this stage is you you figure out what didn't work and where you were wasting a lot of time you start to declutter and stop stop doing those things your mindset by this stage generally uh, is fairly strong and you should be able to self-coach yourself uh, through tough um, times because it's still going to be up and down. It's not going to be always like, you know, absolutely amazing. There's going to be always challenges, you know, in business. It's not, you're never going to overcome every single thing and it's going to be a smooth sailing forever, right? Um, however, you may be stuck doing a lot of one-to-one, -one, okay? At this stage, you might be, feel like, oh my God, you know, I if there's not lack of business, people are wanting me, I'm getting a lot of referrals, but I'm stuck at this one-to-one -one where I don't know how to transition so I can scale my business um, even greater and move to a one-to-many model, okay? So it can become really draining and exhausting if you're continuing to do the one-on-one, -on -one, but that's where you're probably spending a lot of your time, right? And you may have systems, but maybe not a ton, like... Um, you know, you still need to build a lot, uh, a lot more. But building a lot more of those systems over the three to seven year period that should help you then transition to the one to many model, um, which is really well, um, you know, set up and it, it's got all the different departments of what things are being done within your business. So, um, so at stage um, at this particular stage between three to seven years, uh, working hours of an entrepreneur. What did I look like? Well, there is a little bit more boundaries um, that you can set. Um, however, you are definitely still probably working really long hours doing a one-on-one. Um, you may uh, choose to, to put a bit more like, you know, I'm not going to take a day on Christ, uh, call on a Christmas day and have a little bit more of a routine. Um, and what does your year look like? Uh, like in the zero to three years, your look, uh, year could be quite messy. Like you're going to do this and you're, you're making decisions at a whim, saying yes to everything and all that. Whereas with, within three to seven years, you might be flexible. However, you have more of a plan. Okay. And you're executing that plan um, as it goes along, but you need to build more systems and you need to write your intellectual property. Uh, this is the stage where it's perfect to write that book. And, um, you know, even though I say books should come right from the beginning, because that's the start of that intellectual property. So by, uh, for me, my passion of helping people do their books so early on in their businesses is because I know this is where they're going to get stuck if they haven't done it for three to five years in their business. You know, at least the book starts the systems and um, and the build up of intellectual property and and what you do and how you help people. What's your signature thing from much earlier on? Um, then you know, so you're doing more advanced strategies earlier on, so you can get there a lot faster. That's the whole thinking behind it. Yeah. So, um, so uh, you may have quit your day job and now you're self reliant. So really, at this stage, three to seven years. Um, really there's a rocket up your bum to make it work yeah absolutely um, you, you're fending for yourself and this is what happened for us um, as I said Stuart quit his job at two and a half years in um, and we since then we were like on our own and there's just absolutely you know if you need to put in the hours if things have slowed down and you're kind of in a moment of oh my god you know I don't know when the next um, income is going to you know come through um, you need to work through those weekends. You need to work through, um, you know, putting the extra hours.
because you're fending for yourself, right? Um, and you are starting to have some kind of a routine in your life. You're still busy um, and um, and absolutely uh, should drop anything if you, are, you have an opportunity to have a sales conversation. Um, and um, however, there is a little bit more routine and you're starting to kind of live that more flexible lifestyle. Uh, <laughs> Shelly's saying one month since book release and sure is taking some energy and scheduling. I've been working seven days and long hours, networking, emailing, interviews. That's exactly what life looks like in those one to three years, Shelly, and then you're exactly in that um, space as well. There you go. So lots of actions. Um, there you go. Lot, learning a lot. You're spending a lot of time learning, by the way, as Shelly's saying, you know, watching and learning from all kinds of masterclasses and working Facebook. Um, yeah. So um, a lot of, lot of things happen in those zero to three years. And by you writing this whole post here, Shelly, um you know um and and it looks like you're doing a lot you're doing the right things i can't tell you anything more this is exactly if you meet any other people not just me who've been in business 10 years plus they will they will describe the same kind of actions and and things that are necessary and for the this is why they say not everyone's cut out for business because not everyone is willing to go through those things and consistently, by the way, Shelly, this is the stuff that has to be consistent over a significant period of time, you know, to really like get that rocket off the ground, which is what you're wanting to do with your book and your business. Awesome. All right. So let's move on to the last one, which is seven years plus. Um, and this is where, you know, um, really you're coming into a maturity, into a more of a mastery of your business. So you are, you probably do have really great, um, brand awareness um you know and people have heard from you or about you around the place you know you kind of um you know you've stayed the course um there is structure there is systems there's more boundaries there's weekends off there is public holidays off um you know and uh christmas break actually this is the first year so ten and a half years in we are going to shut down for two weeks over christmas yeah so I think it's going to be like from the 22nd till the 4th or 5th of January, 22nd of December, like a full blackout period where we're not going to, um, you know, be answering emails and doing things like that. This is the first year. Otherwise, we've always been on any business like, you know, the last um, year and a half, two years, we brought in and out of office um, that gets put on from 5 p.m. on Fridays and goes through to 9 a.m. on Mondays. So again, um, you know, putting the boundaries, having the weekends off, because when you're an entrepreneur and you're working from home, um, you know, uh, it's so easy to kind of go, oh, yeah, I'll just answer this email and all that sort of stuff. And then what starts to happen is the ping pong effect of emails, which is no good for your family to go, oh, hang on, hang on, I've got to answer someone. So it's really important, you know, that you bring back that um, routine and when are you available, when are you not, but why you also are able to bring in these things at this stage of the game is because most likely you have even more help. You actually have a team and a team that's responsible for different parts of the business. Okay, so example, uh, Stuart uh, in our business is marketing, copywriting, um, you know, lead generation, that kind of stuff, yeah? I'm, you know, the tr main trainer, the face of the business, the sales, uh, by the way, sure, the sales as well. Uh, Vivi is the publications manager. 
uh, customer service. You know, Julie's now publications assistant to Vivi, um, and they're, they're both techie like setups and they have their own roles. Lindy in the Philippines, she's event coordinator now. Um, her niece and sister-in-law are doing um, some of my Amazon bestseller research and all that kind of stuff. So everyone's got a role as to what their responsible roles and responsibilities within the system, yeah? So the team is in place for various roles. So therefore everyone has their own um, stuff that they're um, taking care of, yeah? So um, systems are solid and you do have a signature system or what, what you're doing and what your business provides, what problem it solves. So that's what happens at, you know, generally when you get to that seven plus years in business. Um, yeah, you can set those solid boundaries of when you work, when you want to work and when you don't. Um, you can set up that, you know, out of office. I mean, it's really, really important, you know, that we are always, um, you know, tr training others how to treat us, you know, um, and um, and absolutely you can take some off um, periods off your business and um, and live the lifestyle that you envisioned while you started out in business, which is the flexibility and being able to work from anywhere. Um, no desperate, no desperation for sales um, because referrals and paid ads are, are doing the hard work for you. Okay, so generally, um, you know, if you've done a great job by the time you're seven years plus in your business, you are getting a lot of people introducing you to others who are interested in, in what you've got. So you're getting some free advertising, but then you also have the funds to reinvest in your business for paid advertising, which is going to generate the new sales. So that's what's doing the hard work. And actually networking is not as necessary. Of course, I'm always a big fan of networking and I still do it, but I don't feel I need to do it. You know, only if I want for social purposes and just to connect with people, uh, it's not an essential part of my uh, weeks in the business. Yeah. So no need to network, speak, travel. Like perhaps you've built up your business where you are, have built enough uh, fame offline that you, you people really know you now also online. So you might need to not travel. And due to the blessing of COVID that it was this year for us, our business completely converted to an online business and we don't need to ever leave our home and we'll be running this business from quarantine for two weeks um, you know, soon because we are flying out to uh, stay three months on the Gold Coast in our new house. Uh, in exactly four weeks time and we are going to do the quarantine but the business not going to stop we'll still keep uh, keep everything rolling along and that's the benefit and the beauty of that flexible lifestyle um, that we've paid the price to get to it right now um, time is now spent more refining your systems and getting them better so what's working what's not working where are we missing something that you know, it's a glitch or whatever that you need to fix up in the business. So that's where I'm spending all the time, like going, how can I do things even better, faster, um, more professional, all that kind of stuff. Building high level collaboration. So now you've got the power of your network that you can build high level collaborations with other people who have big networks and all of a sudden, hey, there's the referrals, there's the paid advertising and the high level collaborations with all of a sudden again, is, you know, you know, scale the business really, really rapidly from here on in. And um, you can re actually uh, relax and enjoy a beautiful lifestyle and a very rewarding career, 
you know, um, and, um, you know, be able to, you know, be, you know, and then people are going to say that you became an overnight success and it took like 10 years. Uh, it's so easy for you. That's when, you, when that's some people say, oh, it's, it's okay for you. It's really easy. Um, you know, um, you know, you've got this and you've got that and da, 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 da. But they weren't there to watch the whole journey. And as Shelly said, you know, no one's going to know the things you have been doing right now when you come through with your success, you know, in a few years' time and you can turn up, they'll say, oh, Shelly, but it's okay for you, <laughs> you know, because you've got this and, oh, you, you know, uh, someone's supporting you or it was like that and they're going to start making all of those excuses around why it's so easy for you. But it's not never like that, you know. People want to have what you've got. They've got to do what you've done, yeah? So really, really important to remember that. So what do the working hours of an entrepreneur look like at seven plus years? Actually, they're very, very, um, you know, um, it's, got, it's come full circle to probably a normal nine to five day, um, you know, normal business hours, um, you know, just doing the things that you love doing, having the team there, you know, to be able to oversee stuff and really just um, having a, a good flow and regular um, you know, activities and clients coming in and that's just kind of a well-oiled machine <laughs> uh, where you can switch off and take some of that time, um, you know, as, as you need and want. And your calendar is, yeah, my whole year next year is already planned. Everything is just kind of in place and there's no, not a ton of flexibility because it's just set and it works. It really works. And of course, if something doesn't or something surprises us, we work around it and we remain um, problem, uh, sorry, solution focus um, to get through it. And the mindset is super strong, um, you know, because it's done this problem solving for now 10 years plus and, and that, that's where that 10,000 hours, you know, is. So I hope this has been giving you a little bit of an overview of what it looks like, feels like, and um, what to look forward to, but also where you need to put in the work and where you need to put in the effort and the time and the hours and, and um, yeah, uh, you know, what you need to get through. And it is, as I said, not for everybody. And some people are going to choose, you know what, no, I'm just not cut out. I'm happy to work for someone and um, build my wealth in a different way by setting aside and planning and investing and all that kind of stuff. Because you can be successful and financially secure and independent even if you are an employee and have a day job as long as you invest your and save and um, what is it spend less than you sorry save more than you uh, earn um what saying is you know what i mean um you spend and what, what is it you live below your oh, i don't know what those words but oh, some of my finance people can can tell us what the saying was my brain's now locked up all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go into my authors group and talk to them about book-related um, wisdom. Uh, have an amazing week. Go and smash it out, and I'll connect with you guys next Monday. See ya. Bye.